Uh, let's start the Gemara Megillah. Uh, as usual, these Sugis always turn out to be very exciting, especially, are you on there? You good? Especially since I mentioned that I'm trying to get clarity in a short time on what exactly happened with Staten Island and uh, uh your hard work and Tarani time is uh, going to, remember we just you sent it out last night, somebody heard it this morning and already sent me a long detailed account. And then I got another one. <laughs> it's, it's astounding. Uh, from all different places on the globe, uh, all of which originated in Staten Island, but we'll, uh, we're not going to get to that tonight. Uh, first, we're going to see what the problem is. So take a look at the Gemara on Vav and Aleph in front of you in Megillah. Look, the Gemara is bracketed, it's two lines of it. Quotes the Pasuk here in Zechai, if you look on the right side. Seresi, Dhamma, Mipiv, Shikutsa, Mibay, Shina, Benishar, Gamhu. They're different gifts the word over here, but this one right now is Tratrius and Carcassius, which we were just discussing before the Shear, the uh, root of the word, theaters and circuses. Shabadam Shasidin Sare Yehuda Lalamed Behem Terabin. So what are these things? Are they theaters and circuses which don't bode well for people who want to stay clear of Meshav Leitzim and Bittu Teira and Pritzis and violence, but it's not necessarily Avodah Zara. Or is it? So Taisus quotes, Taisus says, he says, Yesh Pafarshim, the other Rishon quoted as Rabbi Nachanano, which, as you know, <coughs> some of the oldest Rishonim, Yesh Pafarshim, Bate Avedis Kachavim, Umachana al-san, so the, I was going to look up, we didn't find the safer of the various girsos over here, because he has a different uh, spelling of the word. Taitach, Lashon, Cherpa. So he says, the, uh, there's a Isra of Leitzanas on anything except for Avodazar, where whenever there's a word, there's always a takeoff and a takeoff and a takeoff on that, because we're trying to make Leitzanas. So he's telling you the Sharish is Cherpa, and Karkasius is Beisakise, Beloshan, Arev. So whatever language you could make the Cherpa, uh, you should. And the point Tesis is going to make, or going to ask now, is whatever you're doing, you're assuming that this Yeshma Farsham, that it's a Mokam, an arena for Avarazar. And that's why you're making fun of it. And Tesis says he finds it hard to imagine that that is a Brocha, that that's good news. That lost the lava, we're going to convert these places and use it for Tama terror and Abbas's terror and all sorts of different Kedusha. He's not even talking about Tila. Tila, in a way, a best manager says the higher Kedusha, and other ways, there's certain things he wouldn't do in terms of a Tila and a Makam either. And how can you use this for Tama terror? Elavadai, Tesis says, Lishmama Yehebimheribiamenu. They should all be destroyed and stay destroyed. And we're not going to use them. We're not going to use the Makam and Chasva Khalilu. If you use a Makam tumor like that for terror, that's what this look is all about. The uh Tintam Ha'avir, Tintam Hanefesh. Ratzalaimar, it's a Tesis thinks the Pshad is in these theaters and circuses. Ratzalaimar Batam Shimas Asfan Sham Levad Shodukhavan, which means the Goyim Akum used to use it as a base avad, a meeting house, a social hall, maybe a theater as we translate theater. Maybe it's a makam for schmoozing, let's on as some say, was there a cause, a makam for their justice system. Is it a government hall or a social hall? But not a, not a base of a reserve. 
we would never convert that into a makam for Torah. The Rach apparently didn't have an issue with it per se. And we'll see what that might mean soon, but I want to first show you, show you the chuba from the Debetzina, which is what started this, this recently printed chuba from Miksav Yad. A very interesting shayla, which we've spoken about here in the context of the Chutzosayim Shir. We, um, on occasion, brought up, since it has a lot to do with Chutzavodah so... In the Nicho Shir and in the Kisho Shir and in the Chukasayim Shir. So, there are many people who like to visit rooms of the Aztec Indians and go to Rome and Europe. Europe is one big church. And you're going from one to the other. We don't go into churches. So, how about if it's a museum, part of the church? We don't want to look into that culture either. You can't. Yabdu, uh, we had an issue with Pennsylvania, if you recall, certain parts thereof. And many people, when we first started talking about it, said, Ha'ayitachem. And at the end of the Sugi, everybody said, What are they thinking? Of course. Of course, you can't investigate other religions. And that's a radical form of Christianity. And you shouldn't be looking at the history of it. You want to walk by and see that it's in ruins and say, Oh, Baruch Hashem, Yesh, Denvi, Yesh, Dayan. Okay. But that's not how it's done. He's specifically speaking to. A person who asked about Machanach, uh, apparently, a group of young ladies who had a friend in their class from Mexico. And uh, what does that do in Mexico? Well, you can't drink the water. I assume by now you can. Uh, no? You went there recently? No. What? I so I assume they've uh, made headway on that. A lot of Aztec runes and other runes of temples of, of Azar. And we didn't have a full-blown share on this because I see that the other people took care of it for their own reasons. Did somebody tell me they changed now? It's not Columbus Day anymore? Is that true? Somebody said they wanted to change it uh, due to some uh, liberal agendas. Well, they're not always wrong, but sometimes they're right even if they're wrong. But Christopher Columbus, first of all, he wasn't Jewish. I hope not, based on what I'm going to tell you. Uh, Christopher Columbus wasn't Jewish. Uh, has some funny writings. I once went to the Sugya that, that he had some Hebrew lettering on one of his letters, and there, there were people of intelligence. He was an intelligent guy, great <laughs> navigator. <laughs> what? His first name isn't the from his name. Not the from. Well, it's from, but in a different uh, religion. Yeah. Uh, it's well, that's not for Murano. That's not exactly Akasha. In fact, they specialized in names that sounded very Akomish, you know, to uh, have a cover. The, the story, the untold story of uh, Christopher Columbus and his crew, which is not just about him out here attack Christopher Columbus. We actually have uh, not direct accuracy to him. He didn't discover America, by the way. He made it to Haiti or other places like that. Uh, Henry Hudson made it more to this area. Um, go to Havistro and places like that. You know, uh, the, uh, that's, that's close to the home. But he sort of discovered the New World. Maybe uh, Vikings were here possibly first, but First, a more modern voyage. Uh, what was he here for? What was he looking for? The story is uh, everything's about money, greed, power, and everything else. And he was trying to make a living, and uh, he made a deal with the King Ferdinand Yamach Shemalei and his wonderful wife, who was just as evil, if not worse, uh, during the, basically when the Spanish Inquisition uh, started in terms of the uh, expulsion date. Uh, he was having, he complains in his memoirs, he was having trouble getting out of the harbor because it was so crowded with ships because Jews were being expelled. Ironically, Hashem is preparing the uh, Rufu before the Makkah. 
Okay, it's all part of Hashem's plan. We know that. But his deal was that he's going to find a uh, new trade route uh, to the West Indies, and he's going to bring back uh, spice, and if he doesn't find a good route to that, and bring back gold, he's going somewhere very far. He's going to bring back a lot of riches, and he's got his cut, and the king and queen are financing, and they're going to make money, and everybody's going to become a gazillionaire, and um, the rest is going to be history. Well, he didn't exactly know, and he was probably the best navigator around, didn't exactly know where he was going, and the providence led him to the new world because uh, the new Yishu is being prepared for the Yidden already. Uh, and he came and he landed in, um, I don't remember if Haiti was the first stop, but one of those islands in the uh, Caribbean. And this was natural for any explorer, especially the Spanish, but I don't think the French were any better. Uh, they basically came to rob the islands of all their natural resources and all their gold. And when they got there, they maimed and killed and tortured with wild abandon everybody there. And they, they killed hundreds of thousands of people, tortured them, maimed them. And uh, they, were, they were toys to them. And, they were, uh, and this was a way of life. And they, uh, he made the mistake of leaving a garrison of people when he brought back, they didn't find too much gold, which was a problem, because he's got to pay for this, and somebody's got to pay for this, and he's going to pay for this with his head if he doesn't bring back gold. So he couldn't find any gold, so he bought the next best thing. He bought human gold. So he started loading the ships, which weren't too big in the first place. Nina Pinta and Santa Maria were quite small. Um, if you've ever uh, seen the dimensions, one of the riots they talk about is Katnoha Shiram with the Bayam and everything. The people are a little short. But he loaded whatever he could. He brought back uh, quite a few hundred over time more. Most of them died on the way. They were tortured, died. And the few that made it back, uh, the king and queen weren't impressed. And they, he told them, he lied. He told them a fantastic story. He had this, so much gold we couldn't even get on the ship. And you send me again with some more people. We're going to have to see some more gold. We're really going to hit pay dirt. The whole thing was made up liable and ever. But they did a good job in killing everybody for whatever they could squeeze out of them. This was conquest, and um, we're going to yet uh, contrast this with another year when conquest is a mitzvah and when it's, uh, when it's usher and, um, and how you're supposed to do it the right way. So we're going we're gonna to get back to uh, Christopher and his friends. Uh, the only good news, and this is not really good news, because I don't know if they meant to Hashem Shemayim, but uh, they believed that they were the... White men, even though they weren't so white, comparative to other white men who thought they were white, but they believed that the people they were attacking and conquering were low lives and animals, and, and therefore they can kill them and torture them. The stories are absolutely horrific. The, the bad news for them is they had a couple of people who went with them who took very, very good notes because they were the uh, religious uh, leadership in a way. And did you ever read any of this stuff? It's, uh, I've, uh, it's, it's sickening what was going on. Uh, but uh, so we just shouldn't praise him, which we wouldn't be doing anyway. He wasn't worse than the next guy. This was a way of life. And the only what? Uh, there was one guy there who had some values because he wrote it up and he said, This is sickening. But he's the only guy who said that, and everybody else tortured and maimed and killed. And then they brought the germs to the New World and killed everybody else. The Americans, by the way, when we get to the Indians, wasn't that much better. I, I don't want to come off sounding like a a liberal who's revising history, this is, uh, most of this is probably very true, because we know, we know this is a way of life, but, but uh, with a cruelty, like, like uh, life mattered uh, nothing to them, because these people were animals here to exploit. 
the Americans did that somewhat with the Indians, but it's a little more complicated because whatever. When we get to, we give free credits for economics and American history over here. Uh, but it's important. These, these things are important to contrast where you can go wrong with it without a very clear guidepost and a law of what you could do from the time you get up to the time you go to sleep. And uh, if you're just there for money and greed, you've got to pay for this. He was scared. He came and he promised them gold. And he's got nothing. He brought back some people. Most of them didn't make it because they all died on the way. Uh, and then he had to go back again, he lied again, and what not to do in a pyramid business is when it doesn't work, you just lie to the investors, and then you, not Queen, was Queen Isabel and King Fernand deserved it, but uh, they had just robbed all the Jews of all their money. This is what was going on then. The Kitzer, the only Yad Hashem in this story is that the people, Christianity, as we mentioned many times, for them as a machlekes, whether it's hardcore or are for us as Zuchah is, the people they were killing, but the point, this wasn't why they were doing it, the locals were actually very hardcore of the Avarazar, to the tune of human sacrifice like every day. I, I'm mentioning all this because this, he's going to talk about this in the Tshuva, not the extent that I just described it, but the Aztecs and all the other people, including the American Indians, real hardcore, and as they used to already, Christians who were no saints because they were killing all the Jews in Europe and expelling them from Spain, but in terms of their private life, uh, we're talking about levels of mushchasim, but they were, the Rambam says, a step in the right direction away from moiluch and people killing their kids every day and people involved in hardcore avodazara, which in the New World was still very rampant. And all the people, the, the population was decimated. That's an understatement. They, basically, nobody survived. And they just, in terms of the Yad Hashem, why did Hashem let this happen? They compared, the conquerors compared to the ones being conquered were actually much more monotheistic <coughs> than the old-fashioned hardcore of the they were conquering. That doesn't make what Christopher and his Chaverim did right because they weren't doing it for that reason. If you'd ask them, they would make up something. And maybe they would say that, but that, it was all about gold. Uh, but just for the Yad Hashem, just to understand the history behind it, but what, what he's going to describe over here, the classmates from this Beis Yaakov who wanted to visit this place Understand, we're talking about visiting an old temple of people who used to worship uh, fire gods and moon gods and sun gods and sun dances and used to kill their children every day and sacrifice them on altars like we read in the Chumash about Canaan. It's important to know this because it'll save me a little bit. We'll do a quick Chazar. We just started Shaftim and Navi and a lot of this is about who we're conquering and what's going on there. But there was Mandate Makaj Baruchu because all these people were hardcore over Devarazar. That's not what the Spaniards had in mind. That's the, that's the difference here. So when you celebrate Columbus Day, when was Columbus Day recently? A week. In a week? No, no, oh, Mama Shinyan. Yeah. It was? It was it's in a week from now? Mamish. Mahu. I didn't even know. That wasn't planned. Okay, but somebody told me when I uh, mentioned that once that, uh, that they, they're renaming it anyway. I don't know if it's for that reason. You'll research it. As Mamish Gabal, we have a room full of Masmitim. Nobody knows what Columbus Day is. Nobody knows what October 12th. Okay, it was. Okay. Still in Yan Yam. No, it's still in Yan It's still in Yan Yam. It's still within the month. Oh, there we are. That's what you said. They are renaming it. So they. No, but it just passed. I mean, I'm saying they are saying it's. I'm far from a liberal, but I totally agree 
No, no, this is part. I don't want. I'm not a liberal either, in case you haven't noticed. <laughs> yeah, 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 no. I, you walked in. You walked in late. Listen, listen to the first ten minutes. You'll see. We didn't give any compliments here. Okay, so now getting to the conquered people. Nishalti, let's go. Uh, let's go to Chuva. Nishalti im Shari. Yeah, they just heard the whole recounting. Shalti im Shari Lebanese Israel Hakasheris. Nice from. So they were visiting, they had a Ben Almanum, and they figured they'd go to some exotic place, and they had a classmate from Mexico. Nothing wrong, Mexico is a very nice from community. So they were visiting, and they wanted to go to a Makom as a tourist attraction. Among many other crazy things that they did, Kilavne Gimomeyasham. It's not ancient history. Either of the American Indians, and they just makes mention of the fact that the Spanish conquerors got rid of them. I just gave you the gory version. Now, he makes it sound like he's not trying to. That the heroes came in and got rid of all the other That's the Yad Hashem Shaboy. I don't think they had that in mind. But it stopped. Lamaisa, there was nobody left, so they weren't doing any human sacrifice. I don't know why he keeps using that word. It's an interesting word. Can they go into this unholy place from the inside? There are no Aztec Indians there anymore. And they're not doing this worship anymore, and now it's a tourist attraction. Maybe it's Yeah, probably. Yeah, it probably means it like to go as a, make it a big thing, like a matzah, to go as a, as a tour, as a crowd. That's very much the sugya. He's not talking about Bitla Barazar. It's bottle is gone. The civilization is gone. Nobody's doing this stuff anymore. At least that we know of. But this is a makam where on a daily basis they brought human sacrifices to God. They killed people to do it by nature. That's human sacrifices. And the whole atmosphere is polluted with this stuff. This is, how can you take neshamas in there? Matame them. It's a very fascinating point. I'm going to show you when we get to the halacha that it doesn't seem to reflect this point. That's why this is a chiddush. We talk about ingesting tummy things. Here, we're talking about a concept. If true, there are a lot of places you can't go, which maybe we should be going to these places anyway, because I think, why should we recognize this thing, and why should we go to ruins of Avodah and why should we learn about their culture? Okay, you're passing by, and you want to say a bracha, Hashem got rid of them, and you want to look at this, uh, with disdain at the fact that Hashem destroyed them. Okay, but to go and learn about it, they don't just walk through. They learn about their culture. So it's not the Isser of learning about a culture of Avodah that's alive and well now, like in certain states uh, that begin with a P. Uh, there you're learning about people who are alive and well, and they're telling you, the people from that religion are telling you about their religion. That's a bigger problem. He's talking about this pollution never left the Makam. So when I Introduce this topic. Somebody asked me right away, well, how can you go lost the love of the Besamikdash? The Greeks and the Romans set up some pretty vicious Avarazars there. So, good question. I think the answer is that the Makkah Mikdash Harabayas was the Scottish first. They can't answer that on us. 
there's too much Kedusha there. And whatever they did, they did. We get rid of it. Chashmanan took over again, and they banished it. And after the Chorban, there's more Tumah there. And now the people there are also being Matamid, even though it's not hardcore. But it's not. We had that first. They were talking about Makam. You don't have to be there. It was human sacrifice and hardcore Vazar for many, many, many hundreds of years or thousands of years. Hittite is the place has Tumah. Yes? Yes. Yes, yes. So they can't answer that. That's why I'm trying to tread carefully over here. He's, he's talking about a hashkafa that has to do with Timta Manefesh and Timta atmosphere. It's clear they can't answer our hills and our mountains. And it's the open air. Now, today, I never saw pictures of this, and I've never been there, but you could probably access pictures, and it's probably now under the open sky because these are big temples of stones and runes. But I can imagine there might be a chile between a makom indoors versus putting a totem pole on my mountain and then ossering or not ossering my mountain. You can't osser my mountain. And Eretz Yisrael is going to be the least of the kashas here because they can't osser it on us. We're supposed to destroy all the makaymas. That was one of the big mitzvahs when we get to Yisrael and the mitzvah of Losachai Kal Neshama, which we're going to be talking about a lot over the next month or two. Yeah, and the Yeridach has that day, you leave it in a heap of uh, trash, and yeah. And that's yeah. And yeah. So the Shaila is when you change the binion, that's what I'm saying. There's <laughs> going to be a big gap. I'm starting with this shuva, because that's what brought this up. When I get to the Shulchan Aruch and Ramesha on it, it's very clear that uh, historically there have been churches being changed to the Shuls and Yeshivas, that's first of all, and there's halachic precedent. For it, and we don't say the mokom, but we don't ignore this concept either. There's going to be certainly a meeting of the of the concepts in between. But let's first finish uh, this concept. He named Megillah Davav and Al and his biggest rise, the Tais we just saw, the Maschal Tratrias Kasusha Mokom Shavdu Bavarazar who Mokom Cherpa who Beisakise Mokom Matunov. All these nicknames Vadai Lishmama Yehbe Meher Biyameno Ve'Ein Lamar Shabaisim Akim Is Matunovus Yacholomet Shem Teira Harein. And Tesis is clearly saying that we would never use that. Why would the Gemara say that that's something to look forward to in the Gula Asita, that we're going to have Makaymas, that we're going to learn there, what they used to do of Adazar? That's horrible. The place is polluted. Now, Tesis doesn't say the place is polluted. That's why I'm trying to develop this very carefully to show you what the Stadam are. Tyson says he can't believe we're going to use such makaymas. Well, Baramesha is tying in because it's polluted and it's not good for your neshama. That's a, one possibility. The other possibility is it's a bizayin. <coughs> we don't want to associate. This is a makam of Avadazar. We want to use this for terror. It's a bizayin. That's slightly different possibly than the fact that it's affecting the neshama that you're using this as a makam for terror. Everybody following the difference that I'm trying to warn you about that's coming. But Hittain is that he, he certainly knows, of course, the Dinah Shachanar, that it's a Bizayim, we don't want to use it for Makam Kaddish, unless it's drastically changed, like destroyed, which we'll get to. But he's introducing the fact that there's pollution in the atmosphere that stays. That's the Chiddush over here, which I, I don't know if everybody agrees to. Because it sounds like a Chiddush to me, yeah. At some point, is there a completely opposite Hashkafa? And it's like, to hey, be Makadish, the Makam. Yeah, you know, we're, we're, we're taking this place. Right, right, right. Well, that's the other option. Yeah. Right, 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 right. Well, that's no. better because each one has their own dependent on the Shama. But yeah, it's, it's certainly a Machlekes because we start off, it's Machlekes Rishayim. 
Taisa starts with says starts with the Rav. Let's start with the Yishma Farshim. That this is Gavaldik. Gemara is saying we're gonna have a Siyam Ashas in the base of what is our. It's gonna be Gavaldik. And Taisa says, I don't think that's a good idea. Why do you want to do that? That's horrible. This is a Makam Matunuf. So Shaila is what's Matunuf? This is a cross in Halacha and a Shtikel Kabbalah. Is it a big zonia that we don't want to think about? It, we don't want to associate with the place? Or is there really something here in terms of the atmosphere? And how do we pass in between Taisis and the Rosh? It's just building up what the possibility is going to be. But yes, there certainly is. That is the other side of the story. Yeah. Do we ever say such an idea in the reverse that you could have something with Kedusha that the Toma comes in and doesn't have the real effect? It certainly has residual effect. I once said over myself, it's a fascinating Shiloh. Somebody asked Abchayim. It's a recent Shiloh. Bachar is learning in the mirror. Shlein. And he had a Dira. So it's hard to get a Dira. So he had a Dira. And the Dira was a face, I don't remember, 10 blocks away. It took him uh, 12 minutes to, uh, to get the yeshiva, 10 minutes to get the yeshiva. And then he had an offer for a deer, a minute away. So his shiloh was twofold. Should he take the closer one because say self time, it's a big masmid? Or should he not give up schar licha? Schar licha is also a big thing, I'll think of learning on the way. And he also found out, believe it or not, the deer he was in was the deer that was owned and dwelled in by the kafachayim himself. He was a Hebrew Gatsadik. Kapachayim is the uh, Sfardi Mishnah Brewer, for lack of a uh, different phrase, but he was the same and a contemporary, known to be a genuine Yushtamachacham, a genuine uh, Tzadik. And the issue of the Kapachayim part, which I want to focus on, is the fact that it was well known that Yakiri Yushalayim, Zikni Yushalayim, we're talking about the. Um, 30s, 40s, whenever there was a tsara, Leolainu, and a rain, and this, and that, and the other thing, if they couldn't get to the Kaisel, the preferred place to Davin was by the door of the Kafachayim's Dira. They don't want to knock on it and intrude whoever Kafachayim was alive anymore. Just to be near the Mokum where he used to learn a Davin. That's what you're raising, and there are 100 examples of this. So, if we have such a constant Gedusha, so Beremash is tiny, so. Why should you have a concept like that in Tuma? What do you mean? It's a double question. Sorry, you're kind of shame on the place. That's the halacha of, again, that's the aspect. We had that problem here in this, in this shul. Do you remember that? In this, where we're sitting right now, this year room. It says in Lushim, when they designed the shul originally, we had many different ideas. And as it got more concrete, we started dealing with you know, Baruch Hashem, all the people are saying, wow, we're building it so big, and then, like, during the building, they said, why are you building it so small? So, we had here, in that corner, there was supposed to be a ladies' room there, and the piping was already in. You don't remember this, you weren't here yet? No. Okay. So they realized, no, 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 this Nashim is already too small, we can't have a, you know, move it out there. So, I remember we had to move the piping, so then people come over to me, um, is this the Sugi of Asmata Milsen? I said, it certainly is. But it was mother uh, for various reasons. But that's your talk about. But that's a din hasmana for kedusha or for adaver bizayin that make it into a makom kaddish is a shaila in the bizayin aspect. Does that mean that there's the ruach tuma? Is there a difference between the two? Well, you you can't unless you have a heter. But hasmana milsa is a complicated uh, sugish. As what what is hasmana? What do you have to do for hasmana? Here, he's timing, and you're pointing out that it shouldn't be so far into us, and I agree. The Kedusha aspect, 
It's certainly something we identify. This is a makam of Kedusha, and it should be residual, and we want to cash in on it. So why shouldn't that apply by Tuma? I have written down here, by the way, my copy, Kafachayim. So your question was uh, five minutes ahead of, ahead, of, uh, ahead of the curve. We're essentially saying that if this kind of goes on, you'll end up with the world eventually being parts of it. That's what Yaakov was asking. He said, how do you have a tachas kalates ra'anon? They have a lot of it. So, it's Israel, like the Makam Mikdash. It's ours, it was ours first. It's, it's Kaddish, and they can't uh, take that away from us. But is there a possibility there are places on earth, which will be very obvious when you're visiting the ruins, that you shouldn't be there and there's Tuma in the atmosphere? Another example, there are many stories. and the, I'm picking the Lisbisha stories. I didn't even get to the, uh, to the Heimisha ones yet. Rabbi Hanan, the famous Meister. This is known to us, the person who took Rabbi Hanan. Rabbi Hanan all the stories of Rabbi Hanan was one Kufa. He was in America for a year plus fundraising and had Mashem Yasadavra made an indelible impression on some very, very famous future Askanim and, and Lamdanim uh, who, who helped shape America. Uh, Mike Tress is one of his, uh, one of his people, and, uh, and he, uh, he had a Shabbat of Galilee Yashar. It's amazing what, you know, have a Gadol around for a year. He came, he didn't fly in. He came for a long visit. It was a, it was a big trip. So he was once traveling in Manhattan, and they made sure when they got him a car... He was in the back, and they got a car with curtains, one of those fancy ones. I guess they didn't have tinted windows then. Curtains, and the curtains were always drawn because most of the fundraising was in Manhattan. I don't know if you ever heard of Manhattan. It's a suburb of Muncie. Is that a good description? Um, and not all the neighborhoods are created equal. Anyway, the kids are, one time, they were just driving through, and all of a sudden, he asked in the back, and he started with real tiny. He says, where are you taking me? This place reeks. It wasn't the rat problem in Manhattan that he was talking about. So first, the driver didn't know. It's Revion. Sorry, what about it? He says, where are you taking me? Just get out. This is a terrible. This, the street is terrible. He says, we're just on the way. Well, now we have nobody to see over here. I won't tell you where they were. You'll figure it out yourself. So where? So Abokhan. Someone's the God who that. He, the curtains are drawn. He had no clue where he was in New York. But he smelled it. What did he smell? Tuma. That's what the Ramesh is saying. I, 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 we'll get to the other side of the story where the halacha might or might not be saying this, but uh, there is such a, you know, the concept is not something out of the stratosphere is a bad word to use over here. I mean, it is in the stratosphere. That's the problem. But he is very against uh, taking these young ladies there or young men. And uh, we're out of time. Enough Kabbalah for one night. We will miss Hashem uh, continue tomorrow night. Thank you.